Breakfast puppies? Welcome to Have Movies Will Game, the only podcast on the globe where we take you, our friendly listener, through the best and worst movies of yesterday and today, and then discuss ways that you can play them at your gaming table. In every episode, our intrepid hosts, Matthew, Dusty, and Nathaniel, will filibuster fondly over facts and feelings of your favorite films, and then get to the glorious gaming goodness, giving game masters great gimmicks on generating golden genius. Have Movies Will Game, brought to you through the electronic wonder of the internet. Now, let's start the show! second ago and i was thinking man i'm totally gonna lead this episode in with an i am the terror that flaps in the night quote <laughs> because darkwing duck yeah. being oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the yeah. batman analog for i would have rather uh, watched the darkwing <laughs> duck movie what yeah this was garbage we are talking about the mask of the phantasm the batman animated movie from 1983 that would have been my not, uh, 93 sorry sorry yeah, 93 yeah. that would have been okay if this was 1983 i take it all back it was visionary <laughs> and amazing for its time 93 <laughs> that that actually that was my that was my sophomore year in high school was uh, was when this came out and i remember going to see it in the theater with some friends and then i didn't watch it again until today and and who are you again oh i'm dusty and i'm matthew <laughs> And I'm Nathaniel. <laughs> no, hi everybody. I'm Matthew. And I'm Dusty. And I'm Nathaniel. Okay. So yes, we this is this came out in December of 1993. Uh, that same year, there was Tombstone, which was a really good movie for for ninety in the nineties. Schindler's not a very, List, not a very good pizza though. No, despite no. what the commercials would say, I would never want a Tombstone pizza to be I, anywhere near my epitaph. I preferred Red Baron. You know, I prefer Totino's. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. a garbage person. No, Totino's is great. They're a buck a pizza, and and, I, and and not, not like properly cooked in an oven because you don't want to turn on your whole oven for a ninety nine cent. No, I agree. I agree. A Totino's should yeah. be microwaved and eaten folded like a fat, sad bastard. Or will. just put in a toaster oven and just put on toast. Back in the day when we used to game at my old place, where Dusty joined us for that uh, space mm-hmm. game, we did an uh, annual trash food night and one of my favorites that we always did was totino's pizzas covered in totino's pizza rolls and then wrapped up into burritos (laughs) yeah yeah, yes dude my okay the first time hang on it was glorious arteries hurt the second time the second time i put squeezy cheese on it okay so so 20 year old 21 year old 400 and like 20 pound dusty is like in the back of my head, like salivating. Like, man, I gotta go yes. home and work out there's just like, listening to there's that. Like, there's like a <laughs> golem in the back of my head going, my precious. Like, that is per. Now my heart hurts, and fuck you for that. Well, you know, we should do a Batman no. time machine, and I can go back and hang out with 21 year old Dusty. Oh, God, I'm sorry. We can no, just you be like, I, right. I don't think 21 year old Dusty and 18 year old Nathaniel <laughs> would have gotten along. Probably that was, a, I was I was pretty <laughs> shitty at that time. Everyone's real shitty at that yeah. time. If you By the me- way, if you're that age right now, <laughs> fuck you. You're probably a piece of shit. <laughs> you're going to look back in 15 years and go, ah, fuck, they were right. And if you knew me at that time, I'm sorry. I really am. I was all, I was, okay, so when people sometimes look back at their lives when they're hitting like their 40s, their 50s, they're all like, I was full of piss and vinegar. I remember my dad saying that a lot. You know, I agree, Dusty. Anything to not talk about this movie. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck this movie. I was full full of like, chomp, chomp, chewy, chomp. That's that's what I was full of. Wait, what? 
Bachomp, chomp, bachomp, chomp, 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 chomp. Yeah, fat. So you were full of fat. What is? I don't know. Is that a pop culture reference? No, bachomp, it's chomp, not. Chomp, that is. Yes, it's from that South is, Park. Yes, that it's is from South Park oh, with the yeah, monster. You know, stand. I dropped off. Yeah. <laughs> I dropped <laughs> off South Park. This yeah. was from like season one or two. Yeah. Still, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I saw a few of them. That just. I'm trying to delay going into this movie because I know you don't like it so and you don't want to talk about. Let's this talk movie. about the movie. All right. We're gonna thing. It was. It was a very simple. Movie. I mean, it was a Dora the Explorer with better background animation. Wow. I mean, it was just there's very little plot. Like, it was, eh. I, I, I honestly, I honestly didn't think this would win. I was no, this I didn't. This, this, yeah, this was the voted one. I didn't yeah. think it would win either. Honestly, this won almost half the vote. Okay, so the fuck yeah. is wrong with so you people? We had this on the vote, and yeah. we had the Michael Keaton Batman. We had the Adam West Batman movie, and then we had the Heath Ledger, uh, the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, yeah. And I really thought Dark Knight was going to take the, the 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 crown on this one. I think it scored lowest. I know. <laughs> And yeah. Are they mad at us? Did <laughs> no. we do something wrong? I well, mean, is here's that why the they're making us do this? <laughs> okay, I know that you did not enjoy that, and I'm actually surprised by that. Why? No, because I I had never seen this movie before last night. Really? I, I'd watched that, the that animated surprises series. Me. I've, I watched the animated series. I have all of the animated series. It's not on our Plex server because for some reason, the auto-tagging system gets the names wrong, and I refuse to put the names wrong on there. So I have four seasons of it that aren't on the server, but I've never seen the movies, and I was impressed there are there are three in this there's a there's a set of three for this um character the fan mask of the phantasm apparently oh so the andrea character comes back i yes yes well she wasn't i don't remember from the show i haven't seen all the show with the joker of it see they they left it open they left it open-ended there mark hamill was the saving grace of this movie mark hamill's joker if you ask me who I love best is the Joker, it's, it's Mark fucking Hamill. Mark yeah. Hamill, then Cesar Romero, then Jack yeah. Nicholson, and then I, I guess... You know what? I, I agree. Yeah. The lineup is exactly yeah. what you just said. Because yeah. Cesar Romero owned oh, yeah. the campy fun of the character, but Mark Hamill, to me, made there's the some, Joker There's some amazing. evil in Mark Hamill. Oh, you don't God, there is. You hear his there's Joker. some silliness, too. He, he's, he's, when yeah. he's got that serious and he's talking was, close to his, his yeah. nearest victim... Mm-hmm. That that's when the real comes out. It's, yeah, it's really but there's good. also that like '40s campy one-liners that that I really like about about his version of of the Joker. Well, okay. Speaking right, of like '40s let, let, let's campiness, just do this though. Hold on. What did you like about it? Honestly, okay. well, I, why why is this okay, why, I, why does this matter to you? I liked the darkness of it. I like the the '40s noir like styling of the. Entire thing. Okay, so take strip everything away from it. Strip away the the acting from Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill. Take away. I'll say all of that. Mark Hamill's acting, and okay, we'll just, just let it go with that. All what the away. fuck? Conroy is like the best Batman to date. I, what? Sorry. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know a few people that will agree with that. <laughs> I, but for me, I I uh, like the 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 Art Deco styling of everything. The North okay, the background the art. I love yes, that. Is, and, that is my Gotham. In my it's, brain, it's a good Gotham. That is what Gotham appears to me. That Art Deco ness. But I, uh, I, I also really liked the the darkness of Bruce Wayne. Like everything else prior to this version of this iteration, when he was crying to his parents, asking if he could have Dude, love. What, what fucking let, darkness? I'm getting there. <laughs> Every other like Batman movie has just kind of, sort of hinted at what he went through, like this, the, the his darkness. 
what got him to where he was going to be. This actually had some really good flashback sequences of what put him there, like with his with his parents, him asking for like, I don't want to do this. I want to have a ha- you know happiness. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that, that's, that's just bad parenting. Like you're, you're on your knees in the rain that your parents' spirits are obviously there and you're like, can I be happy, please? And the thunder crashes and they go, no, bad parenting. Fuck you. Uh, no happiness for you. I <laughs> will, I will agree. Batman's whole thing is daddy issues, the superhero. Yeah, I, I agree. I, this, I, I this agree. movie did a, to me, a good job of making it look as dark as it's supposed to be because he is not a well-adjusted person. There is one thing I I really did like, and that was just, can't I just give a lot of money to the police? (laughs) (laughs) That was a good line. Because that's what he should have been doing from the beginning. I know, I I agree. Now, now, I mean, it is what we watched and and, and as younger or people that are just now coming into it or have seen it multiple times, uh, what we watched was not the original idea for this movie. The original idea uh, was actually something that they did later on in in an episode on the animated series where they had Batman being captured by all of his enemies and he sat trial. I remember that. Yeah, yeah he sat in trial in Arkham Asylum. It was a great fucking episode. It was. One of the, the best of the series. The directors of this said that's, that's too intellectual and Batman isn't moving around enough. It's going to be too boring to sit in a theater and watch him just sit there for yeah. 90 minutes. I, I want to say that I, I love the animated series. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And for the reasons you do, I loved the background art. It was, and, and, yeah. uh, and Mark Hamill. But I, I, it wasn't enough to carry a movie. I'm sorry. It just wasn't. And if we were going to do an animated movie, it should have been uh, The Dark Knight Returns, the, the Frank Miller Batman. I don't think it was meant to be a theatrical release no. initially. Initially, no. It was direct yeah. to disc, supposed to be. But Warner. Warner Brothers saw that the art department and the script team was like really upping their game. So they said, you know what? Fuck it. We'll put it into a movie theater. We'll put it in there at Christmas, not do any build up for it. And then it bombed. No. Well, the, well, like any good movie, <laughs> many of the movies that we've talked about that we thought were good that bombed, it was poorly advertised. Well, th- yeah. This, well, again, this yeah. was supposed to be direct to DVD yeah. or VHS yeah. at that time. Yep. And. There was no like marketing for it. Now, the marketing that they did do for it gave away the ending of the movie. The the toy line gave what away. What was the ending? I mean, the reveal of the phantasm. The, yeah. the, the toys that came out before the movie, like. Oh, fuck. You knew what that was halfway through. I know. You and I know that. We knew it when we were watching the, the, it. The, 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 it's, here's I'll the be thing. honest. We didn't last night until really? about halfway through when, when she's talking about, oh, she makes a thing and she says, oh, oh, by the way, listeners, spoilers, <laughs> she makes this comment about how her dad is still out there somewhere. And at some, I turned to my partner. It's like, it's her. Yeah. That's when I knew it. it. From the beginning, it wasn't I even that. It was from the, the martial arts Honest, moment. Well, I thought that I thought that they were going to do the classic thing <laughs> that they always do in these movies where the hero gets a love interest and they were going to have her killed. It would have been so much better. Yeah. Or just freeze her. Do something with yeah, her. I thought they were a different movie. Gonna yeah, I know it was off, a different movie. But, and then I was so oh, okay. Well, that that's neat. And it was suddenly very obvious the moment certain conversations came up. It's like, yep, it's her. Well, there was that conversation <laughs> that she was having with Bruce, and he he asked he directly asked her how, how long have you, has it been since you've seen your father? And you know, she said not for years. And then that that 
slow zoom in on her face, that look away of yeah. like, yeah. I, you know, he's dead. I've, he's I, gone. I think the problem I had with this is a lot of what I talk about in, in these things is, you know, how an actor acts. And in this, n- nobody, nobody did that. You had voice actors, but there was no face. There was no uh, physical movement. There was none of that. I mean, it was done by the lowest bidder in Korea. And I'm not going to thank whatever Korean company did that. Would you have the same problem with most animated movies? Because there's not a the ones I watch. Like, let's let's talk about the uh, the physical action of, say, Eon Flux or oh, God, Invader so Zim or fucking that old movie Light Years. I mean, at least that mm. one had tits. Um, <laughs> heavy metal. I mean, all of these things. Yes, they're animated, but they're, there's much more going on. I don't agree with you, but we'll go into that if we ever get to those movies. I think Heavy Metal was rotoscoped. I think that was filmed yeah. like a movie, Some and then it. they went back and animated well, only everything. Only one of but those was one, a sh- one of the scenes. Yeah, okay, was okay. It's been, it's been a long time. So. Half of those were movies. Half of those were yeah. shows. Okay, yeah. all right. I know that Heavy Metal was not a show, <laughs> but Invader Zim, I don't think they've ever made a movie for that. No? It's coming back. As a show. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That poor little, uh, what, what do they call them now? Dwarfs. That poor little dwarf <laughs> who does the voice for Invader Zim. I, I heard uh, an Doom. interview of him and he That's... says, I, I'd, I'd get out, I'd get out of, of the recording and I'd be talking like this because of all the, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't, again, again, I think the animation, I love this animation studio and they also did an anime called The Big O. Which, uh, Dusty, you at least should check out because it is essentially an anime continuation of Batman, but with giant robots. Oh, I've, I've, yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's the same animation studio. They have that same, the lines, the angles, and the art deco style. I loved Bruce Wayne in this. And I think that Conroy to me is, Conroy is my Bruce. It's not my first Bruce. You know, honestly, it's Michael not my Keaton's last Bruce. my Bruce. Michael Keaton was, yeah. a, was a great Bruce. I, honestly, I am going to be the very ugly duckling on this one. My favorite Bruce Wayne. Is Val Kilmer. No, George Clooney. Oh, dear fucking God. Why? No, I, I, he I is my favorite Bruce he's, Wayne. He's, he's not my favorite smarmy. Batman. He is not my favorite Batman. He is my Come favorite on, Bruce Wayne. He looks Wayne. like a millionaire, a billionaire industrialist weapons maker, doesn't he? Yes. Uh, there's plastic surgery written all over that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. I, no, I, I have I agree, a hard Dusty. time. I, I think he's not my favorite, but I see why you think he fits the part. I he have does. a hard time saying anything positive about the Schumacher movies. Well, no, I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I, oh but no, Tom, I have a couple positives. I do have a couple positives on, on that note. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones was really good as, as Two Face. But he just sort of, again, he did the same thing that he did in he Under Siege. He up the scenery, but watching He just him, goes in and chews the scenery. But he's a comic book yeah. villain. He's supposed yeah. yes. to chew the scenery. Cesar but, Romero, I miss you. But watching him chew the scenery and Jim Carrey chew the scenery at the same exact time, both fighting for dominance in the scenes they're in together, is worth it to me. All right. Yeah. I still think it was a garbage movie. No, I no, mean, no I it was. It was just bad. It was it was bad. I, I when the the cops are shooting with their revolvers for six or seven hours at oh, Batman in the helicopter. Oh, through the rotors. By yeah. the way, did uh, thank you. Because that, I was no, no, I did that as well. That. Yeah, that was really. I was like, I remember I made a comment last night. I, I get it. It's a cartoon, but you can't do that. Yeah, I. Eh. I 
The Joker was not supposed to be in this movie mm-hmm. because Warner Brothers. Thank God he was though. I know Warner Brothers did not want to walk over Tim Burton's Joker because that had come out a couple years prior to this. That was 1989. This was 93. Uh, the Batman Returns had just come out a year prior, and Tim Burton was trying to like revitalize the superhero genre. And Batman was that that like flagship, and yeah, unfortunately, it kind of sank after getting out of port. You know, I disagree. I, I honestly, I Batman is an eternal character that just tells you that if you're a white billionaire industrialist, you too can make a difference. <laughs> but but you can't make a difference with your money. No, you make a difference by putting you in a costume and beating up crooks. Looking at you, Elon Musk. One of the things that I really did. Okay, what? Hold on. What hero would he be? Elon uh, Musk? Musk? He'd be a yeah. Rocket Man type hero. I mean, he would, he would, he would definitely fly. That's he, a given. Uh, he'd be the Rocketeer. And, and he would yeah. definitely have some sort of he'd be the electrical attack. You wouldn't think would he'd be, be an electrical like, attack. No, he wouldn't be a... No, 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 no. He'd be a fucking villain. He would turn into a villain. No. Yes, he would. No. Look at Elon Musk. He looks like a fucking villain that's he does like not. waiting to come out of this, you know, something... One, this is he, why you guys don't understand what is, lawful evil is, he okay? Is, he is one tragedy away from being a villain. You're one tragedy. I know I am, but... <laughs> <laughs> and you still like me. <laughs> no, no. Elon, Elon Musk is the closest thing my withered, withered, alcohol-ridden soul has to a hero. I love that fucking guy. No, I love him too, but he is one tragedy away from being a villain. He's kind of self-absorbed prick. Like, yeah. if you're on the level of villains, anyone who take us to the stars, he can eat baby with milk for breakfast. I don't give <laughs> okay. a shit. Get okay, us I, off I, this fucking planet. I think he's closer to being a villain than fucking Steve Jobs was closer to being a villain. And Steve Jobs was pretty close to being a villain. Honestly, I think the two of them, if if Steve Jobs why? was still around, why why? Because articulate your sentence, Dusty. Everything and stole it and said, "Oh, that's mine." What power walls? Everything. Who had the power wall before him? I'm sorry. What's the power yeah. wall? It's what powers the Tesla. It's his big. No, battery. no, no, no. no, no, no I'm no, talking no. about Steve Jobs. Steve oh, Jobs. Fuck Steve Jobs. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't care then. Don't care now. I thought you were going after Musk. I'm like, no, 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 no. I like <laughs> Musk, but again, sorry about your brand new studio equipment. <laughs> So you made comment before we started talking about how much you like Darkwing Duck. When there's okay. trouble, you call okay. DW. <laughs> Darkwing and, Duck. And so, no, the reason, the reason why I bring dangerous. I, the reason why I bring this up is because I don't know if you're aware of this. One of the screenwriters for this, Alan Burnett, is the one who came up with the name for Darkwing Duck, who's a spoof of characters like Batman and the Shadow, obviously. So, yeah, yeah. So there, there's, there's, there's an intersection there of one of the, the screenwriters for this animated movie and your like of, of Darkwing Duck. So speaking of the Shadow, mm-hmm. there's an episode in the first season of the animated series called The Grey Ghost Returns. And in it, Batman is... Um, on the case of a series of crimes that are strangely reminiscent of a television show that he watched as a kid called the gray ghost, which was like Gotham's version of the shadow. Mm -hmm. Well, he tracks down the actor who played the gray ghost to get more information. And the actor who played the gray ghost is voiced by Adam West. Oh, nice. (laughs) That's awesome. 
tracking down the former actor of a television caped crusader. I thought that was a really nice touch. And if you if you look at the styling of Superman during this this era of animation and Batman, and you notice how they their their bodies they're, they're identical. They basically. have those wedge shaped. They are bodies. identical. Yeah. That's everyone because everyone has those shoulders, and unless they're like painfully skinny mm-hmm. or like obesely fat, everyone is broad shouldered and narrow waisted, upside down triangle, and in, yeah. and in a suit. The other screenwriter, Martin Pasco, he was a comic book writer. And wrote for Superman, so there's where that's why you kind of see a lot of Superman in this version of uh, Bruce Wayne. Huh. I've never watched the Superman cartoons. Oh. I did watch the ones with like Robin and Raven and all of them, but like casually, I don't remember the name of it. Now, uh, through this whole movie, now I remember sitting, you know, watching it when it came out, and I again hadn't watched it until today as a, as another time. But I remembered sitting again watching this going, God, where the fuck is Robin at? And doing my notes, I completely forgot that the novelization of this uh, puts uh, puts Robin in college. That's why he's no not in this movie at all, because he's away at college. Yeah, wards are also disposable. There's been like 19 yeah. Robins. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, also, it's nice as to have a Batman story. Yeah. <laughs> he just well, buries another one in the back case. It is, it is a movie that can be connected with the show that people were watching at the time, but it can also be taken out of it. What I liked about it was that you could not directly fit it into an error of time. You always have Batman versus the Joker. And, you know, so like we had, we've had many superhero movies that have kind of done this premise where you have the hero and you have a villain and then somewhere in between is the rogue the wild card character that you don't know if good is good or bad like in this we have the phantasm in the spider-man movies i think in spider-man 2 we had um what's the kid harry osborne yeah osborne yeah who you didn't really know if he was going to be good or bad until the very end yeah, yeah. yeah And even in Spider-Man 3, you know, you which wasn't that good, but you still had characters like Thomas Hayden Church playing Sandman who could have been good, could have been bad, or Batman Begins, or no, no, the See, Batman, the, the this, second this, one. This is my ba- whole Dark argument Knight, yeah, Dark Knight. With, with, with Eckhart, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, he didn't know. Which, this which, is my which, whole yeah. argument. Villain, hero, it really depends on where you're standing. Oh, well... And I, I'm not going to go into yet again sneakers. I'm just saying <laughs> that, that, that is a very real thing. And it all depends on uh-huh. where your perspective is coming from. And the reason that I choose the alignments the way I do is because I'm standing somewhere far away from you two. Oh, I get that. And it, and it kind of follows up with we've talked you know, about, you know, about, um, you know, the Avengers movies and with Thanos. So as a kid, we all were like, Fucking Thanos, he killed everybody. What an asshole. Now no, as, as I was adults, always in a, a fan of Thanos. And now as adults, we're like, no, we get it. We we get it. We get why you'd do that. Well, personally, I don't. I think Thanos is still a villain. However, I'd just like Matthew, to say that the trains on Thanos' home world ran on time. <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> I do have a question for you then, following this up, real about villains. <laughs> okay. Do you think the Joker is a good villain? Oh, absolutely. An, an archetypal uh, villain. And not necessarily this Joker, but just the Joker. The idea Did you of the mean, Joker. The character. Oh, yeah, because yeah. there's no ambiguity. He is evil. He's He is evil. He's come from evil before his transformation into supervillain. He was thug number six, attempting to move up in his gang. No, the Joker is, is a pure, eloquent evil, and I like that. 
there's very little sympathy that you have with the Joker, but yeah. you can at least appreciate his sense of humor. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I appreciate the Joker's earnestness. Yeah. Um, wherever he is in his madness, he really believes it. Or he just stops caring and moves on to something new. His He's so flippant. His way, his conversation, his style, like... He's got this approach to things that even at the time when you think you have him figured out as, oh, he's just being pure evil. But you don't he know. One kid candy and yeah. shoots the one next to it. I mean, yeah. that's that's the Joker. Yeah. But I like what you mentioned just a little while ago, but what we've all seen is that he will be the Joker, that just the character in general. Mark Hamill does an amazing, he's amazing with this. Is that he will be? He will be that maniacal laughter and joking, and then get up in your face. And you even even in an animated setting, you know he is not fucking around. I just really wanted to see Mark Hamill's face in the recording studio while he's doing he that. I would pay really good money to a see. A lot that. of those are out on YouTube. Yeah. You can actually go and, oh. and look them up. He must have. And had we'll be back after <laughs> this break. <laughs> so much fun oh, doing God. this role. Just the the, the exclamations. This that he makes yeah like just oh god I, you're right i would love to see him and it's so strange like watching him in the last jedi and comparing his character him there and just picturing that version of mark hamill sitting behind a microphone going <laughs> it's it is a beautiful mental picture i would like to state that we've talked a lot uh almost 27 minutes now and we've brought up the phantasm exactly twice for less than 60 minutes and that's why uh 60 seconds and that's why this was a bad movie well We've talked about everything else. No, it's actually kind of that kind of actually goes in the movie because the phantas the name of the phantasm is never said in the movie. So we're 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 on par for that. That's it works in my head. Leave uh, me alone. Okay, I bet a lot of things do. <laughs> yes, um, a lot of things do work in my head. No, sure they never call no. the character the phantasm. The, fa- the name is yeah. never Nobody said throughout the movie. Nobody cares about it. That's why it's Bruce Wayne's old girlfriend. <sighs> crimey girlfriend there are i really like rapey rapey wayne okay wow (laughs) where did that how do you figure when she throws him and he all like yeah yeah okay i I will admit that on top of her and like oh no 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 oh no well first off first off come on grab her arm and pull her in again it is clear that she wanted it and she was sending him signals that he wasn't picking up she comes over and she's like, oh, hey. He goes, I do kung fu. <laughs> and he's oh like, God. what are you doing? It's judo. It's, it's a perfect art. And she's like, you're really stupid. Why yeah. haven't you caught me yet? I wasn't supposed to. Punch, punch, punch. <laughs> you're like, Bruce, there's a hot lady hitting on you. Oh, oh. He doesn't even realize it until he's on top of her. And you can almost see her eyebrows going, you think? I don't. <laughs> like, that's why I don't like uh, this Bruce Wayne. I don't. Uh, well, first off, he was young and stupid at that time. Yeah, he was this like was, he was like twenty yeah, yeah. years old. Twenty was definitely years old. his yeah. pre Batman era. And as I said in the beginning, if you're that age, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you're bringing it back. I do like the something that superhero movies do. Is that every time they reboot a franchise, they have to show you the fucking origin story. What this movie I did, fucking hate that. Is it kind of included it? Without making it a thing, no, because because everybody knows everybody. Well, exactly what I was saying. You can take this movie out of the series. Anybody can s- approach this movie. Batman, Joker, Gotham City, crime. Okay, let's go. You can approach this at any time. Now, 
the origin is shown in bits and pieces, but it's not an origin story movie. And that's what I liked about it. When when Hollywood put back put out Henry Cavill's Superman when that when that came out when they wanted to revamp the DCU and do this whole fucking Marvel thing because they were worried that they're going to lose you know real estate and everything it was cool but I was when they announced that that Superman I was like please dear comic book god in books do, do not, not fucking do, do an, an origin, origin story, story. We all uh, we most people know the story of Superman and Batman and Spider Man and so on and so forth more than they know the fucking bible or whatever religious text <laughs> that you want to put in there so please stop doing this just like figure we know it and go on next chapter yeah. please i just wanted to talk about the thugs in this movie okay. those are some shitty shitty thugs all yeah. of batman's thugs historically have always been shitty they were really interested in his dental policy and his insurance plans I fucking hated this movie. Oh. Hope you paid up your insurance, pal. They say that twice. And and there's a there's two dental references. <laughs> I mean, th- these are some serious 40s white thugs. It's They're a like, corrupt city. How's, how's, how's your insurance? You don't get no dental plan, do you, bats? What's it's more important? What's so more dumb. what is more corrupt than the insurance industry? Anyway, Dusty. Fucking so, word, dude. <laughs> today, okay, so there was that one scene where he he takes his his cowl and his cape off and he puts it on his his fucking grappling hook thing and puts it out to the to the helicopter, okay? Remember that scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the sawhorse. Yeah, on the sawhorse, yeah. I've watched enough like, you know, uh crime computerized shows here you know in the past decade or so they wouldn't keep chasing him they go oh hey thanks for the the dna and and hair laden like cape you know this is set in like i know yeah but they had cell phones in the cars come on no they had had car car phones phones. those aren't cell phones those are way different those are Uh radios that are attached to buttons (laughs) that look like a, a phone those aren't those aren't yeah yeah it actually is because when you look at the uh the what were they supposed to be like swat cops Mm-hmm. They had those like pre World War II oil guns. No, I get that, but like, even that was an like, old timey copter. But then, yeah. but then you look at then you look at the 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 Bat Jet, and it's like fucking stealthed out. That's because he's a billionaire and he's special, a billionaire weapons yeah. manufacturer. This is remember, this is Batman, where there are no super characters. There's only characters that either are rich or do not at pivotal moments of their life have access to mental health and thus become supervillains. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he could have helped them. Yeah. He could have helped all of them. He could have helped the whole fucking city, but instead he's going to go beat people up. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I I know, I know the air that it's supposed to be in, but just their, their little things throughout their littered that make, okay, well they're, they're doing this, this odd, you know, juxtaposition. I I feel that it's, it's very solidly set in, in, the uh it feels like the the 40s 40s. yeah 40s 50s 50s. because of the costumes just the art deco everything about it okay yeah well do you remember when they were doing the whole world of the future Mm -hmm. i mean come on well i get that no i I get that that is based off of the the world fair yeah like 1939 i know i think that was a really cool moment though the car of the future the look on his face of that's the future Batmobile, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like seeing a kid in a candy store. Suddenly the little lightning bolt see, goes that was, off above That his was head. the whole thing. And I don't, I, I'll say this. I don't like young Bruce Wayne. I never have. Mm-hmm. Young Bruce Wayne is a little shit. 
I like old Bruce Wayne. I like uh, the Dark Knight Returns Bruce Wayne. So you like the beaten down? Yeah. What about need King- to pass on the 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 you know he's yeah, in the yeah. he's got the braces on. He knows he can't fight. It's passing. You on know the, the one that beat the shit out of Superman. Basically, yeah, a yeah, god. Yeah. That's the Bruce Wayne I like. Yeah. The one with no quitting him, no whining to his parents, no nothing. Just a fucking force of nature. The as far as a human being can be pushed. And a kryptonite bullet. Yeah. Arrows, actually. But. What about really old Bruce Wayne? Well, we're talking Kingdom Come era Bruce Wayne. I really I like Kingdom Wayne. Come yeah. Yeah. Bruce Wayne a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, I, whenever Bruce Wayne whines, I just want to punch him in the fucking throat. <laughs> Fuck you. Why don't you whine to your personal fucking servant? Oh, my God. I just want to strangle him. I would really like to see another a, a, a new Batman movie. Fuck it. Let let Michael Keaton reprise his role as that older Batman now because he he has gotten older. He's what? Sixty. He doesn't have the physique for it. That can be fixed with computers now. With CG. No, no, that can. No, it's not. not Michael Keaton. He might like they did a really good cartoon and it was the cartoon we should have done. But uh <laughs> Yeah, the, the Dark Knight Returns, yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we're talking we're talking Frank Miller. Yeah. We're talking Sin City. We're talking 300. That wasn't my Batman. I wasn't really into that. That was whole... my Batman. The last I Dark Knight. Yeah. I want to say 16, 17. It was the last year. No, the year before my father died. I was like 16 or 17. And he gave me that comic book, mm-hmm. The Dark Knight Returns. That is my Batman, is this bitter, fucking gritty old batman with no quitting him well it's frank miller yeah he, he does that he's yeah he, he's a bit gritty yeah do you have any more production notes on the movie dusty yes i do thank you for asking did Sorry, you that happen to have been in there too <laughs> my bad <laughs> did you happen to catch the uh the millennium falcon sound in sound in uh in the movie no yes so uh the when when the joker shoots the robots in the world's fair in the world's fair area the sound of them winding down is the sound of the millennium falcon winding down from empire strikes Back. i thought that was just the uh the i thought joker. that was just an, an, an engine no uh, that is that pro, is specifically the millennium it's specifically the millennium falcon oh okay yeah. i loved that fight between Batman and the Joker in the miniature city because oh, it was great it grabbing was, the knife and grabbing the baloney. Yes. Well, just well, he fucking beats him with a bomb oh like God. a baloney. <laughs> that was a nice little moment. You can where go he ahead and over, say red dildo. He beat him with a red dildo. <laughs> you look over, you see baloney, you see knife, he zooms it on knife, turns back, hits him <laughs> with a baloney, and you're like, yes, Joker. But that scene where they're fighting in the the miniature city. It looked like, it looked like a, a Godzilla. giant robot fight. Yeah, it was gorgeous. It to me, it looked more like Godzilla. <laughs> I was hoping yeah, yeah, for more Godzilla. Yeah. yeah. I bet the planes and the fights and the punches. Uh, yeah, it was good. I, I liked it. What I liked a lot about the, the, the fight scenes, because there were a few fight scenes in this movie, what I liked about it was that because Bruce Wayne was fledgling Batman in this movie, uh, he would get his ass kicked a lot yeah. and it showed that he is mortal because a lot of times even in the animated movies he he or and even in this tv series he kind of gets away scot-free like maybe a scratch maybe a black eye under the cowl but never like he he never really gets his ass handed to him and in this movie he does multiple times it reminded me a lot of the first season of daredevil See, I still haven't watched That's that. That's so good. I, Six, know, dude. I yeah. know. Can we talk about how they're just killing off both of those just for a sec? Fucking Disney. 
I love the Punisher. They took back the license from Netflix and they're taking the catalog. Yeah, and I, I get that. That's fine. But why stop the, the show? Because I... I mean, I understand there's readings I, and I have no of paperwork no and contracts. I think it's and, terrible. Yeah. But, I mean, that's what you just built it off of. And if you're going to be so just, you know, give and, and take with it, then you're being shitty. Yeah. Warner Brothers kind of slid this under the radar the entire movie because... At the time, Batman was show. Batman was still listed for kids. So they said, you know what? We we know that kid, this is listed for kids, and there's only going to be a select amount of adults that are really going to go watch this. And those that are going to watch it, you know, they're going to be watching it at, 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 at you know a later time. So let's put in as let's push the envelope as much as we can. So the moratorium on blood and sex and death was pretty much lifted, you know, it, from this time frame at least. Uh, they pushed everything, and that would not get surpassed again until uh, Under the Red Hood and The Dark Knight Returns and then A Killing Joke, which was, I think, last year. A Killing Joke. <laughs> <laughs> that is one reason I didn't see it when it came out, because it was marketed towards kids. And I like the cartoon, which the cartoon was actually fairly adult in its subject matter. And I was like, well, I don't want to see a kid's version of this. All of the marketing was like, Nick Toons yeah. said, yeah, come on, see Batman on the movie screen. I'm like, I, I have no intention of seeing that. And then I watched it last night. It's like, this is... It's a, it's dark. Not it is. I was thinking it was going to be. And it yeah. was animated for best animated feature at the Annie Awards back in 1984. It was uh, animated? Yeah. Nominated? Nominated yeah. and... What did I say? You said it was animated for the best animated feature. Oh, award. did I? <laughs> <laughs> it was nominated. Thank you for the correction for the best animated feature at the Annie Awards in 1994. It ultimately lost to The Lion King. Well, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on. I'm sorry you didn't like it, Matthew. You I, know, I thought you would. I I like Batman. Yeah. I, I do. Yeah. I just here, here's the thing, and I don't I don't want to sound like pretentious or anything. I just I don't think that should have been on that list. That huh. that wasn't uh like here, here's the up. thing. Here here's what we're learning about democracy and you know, one person, one vote. <laughs> well hold sometimes on. fuck you. <laughs> so we may not want to do that in the future. If you're one of our patrons, you get two votes. Yes, you just do. Just so you know. Yeah. This did have a budget of six million dollars. Okay. So nineteen ninety three, what probably eight, nine million now, maybe. Um, it only scored 1.1 million on its opening weekend because it, you know, they, they flushed it out and was like, Hey, here's a fucking Batman movie. Go watch it. But because of the cult following that it garnered o over the years, the gross on it though was 5.6. So it, so it almost made it back. back. But in the, the following years, it's create it's gone, but has a, such a cult following that VHS sales and DVDs and now, you know, rentals off of Amazon have, put it into a you know fucking atmospheric level yeah there's a reason people voted on this one for us it i was surprised i don't yeah. see it i honestly I do, okay i i have very 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 fond <laughs> memories of seeing michael keaton's batman in the theater my dad uh -huh. wanted to go see it because it fuck all michael keaton it was jack nicholson i've he, seen all more subtlety in animaniacs i mean this, this, <laughs> that's fine I, I but me i you know and, and and one of my dearest and closest friends her batman is the kevin conroy batman and the mark hamill she loves them uh, i like them but i my my bruce wayne like i said is george clooney um my 
Batman is probably going to be a, a tie between Keaton and Christian Bale. And my, my personal Joker that I, this my favorite is Heath Ledger. I will note that Conroy and Hamill have between them more logged Batman time. Oh, by far. Than anyone else ever. By far. They are that Conroy. If you just look at his IMDb page, he is known for this playing Batman and this playing Batman mm-hmm. and this playing Batman and this playing Batman. He is Batman. He he is the modern. He is what so many generations today think of as Batman he, because of the cartoons amazing and the video games. Yeah. And Hamill's Joker is like to me, to, beat. to me, he's yeah. to me. He's a nothing. I don't see why, why it, why that connected. It has to be a nostalgia thing. It has I, to be it, because you guys grew up with it. I was a tween, I guess, when I got into it. Like the first Batman that I got into, impressionable. The first Batman that I got into was actually Keaton's Batman. It blew my mind. And then the cartoon hit a spot for me that the movie. Because the cartoon came about ninety two. Well, the cartoon has. I mean, it's the backgrounds. It's all the 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 matte animation that they draw against. That it's. Don't get me wrong. It's beautiful work. I just Absolutely liked, stunning. I like the portrayal of Batman and Bruce Wayne as they were different enough to be almost individual characters that shared an ancestry in the show and growing. I think it was because of the continual exposure to them. Because with Keaton, you got two movies. With Adam West, you get what two, three seasons. And even I mean, come on, it was the sixties. I've watched bad. all those on Nick at Night yeah. as a kid. You know. 12 Christian, o'clock at night on Friday nights. With Bale, we got three movies. Over 10 years, yeah. But with with Kevin Conroy, it's just constant exposure to him as Batman. That image of Bruce Wayne sets in your mind. Well, that's, that just means there's that's a lot of Hundreds of episodes. I, I agree, and, but that doesn't make it good. Okay, I don't think what you're saying makes it bad is the deal here. I think bat, that Batman, to me, that is Batman. And it is weird when you're just like your Batman is bad because it's not my Batman. No, I mean, <laughs> no, I'm I'm saying your Batman is bad because he's not gropey. the Dark Knight. He's gropy. He's poorly written. He has the vocal inflection of crying or determined. So what? What? Where? Where I is think, this? I think where Nathaniel's is head is going to explode. No, it's not. I just completely disagree with you. <laughs> oh, I see right. you... so much more nuance in that in in Conroy's performance. Than I've seen in any other Batman. Yeah, except but that's, that's Jordan. The, except for maybe Heath Ledger, but he did a very no, no, sorry. Um, he did a psychotic. His Joker. Joker, I think, had more nuance than any of the others. Oh, except very for much. Hamill. So. No, so it's like, I, see, I disagree with you because. Well, oh, hang on, I'd watch a Hamill Joker show in a hot. Well, so would I, but I, I think, and and this this is where this is where there's the the staunch difference that comes into play between an animated movie and a film movie because with with Heath Ledger's performance of of the Joker there's there's so much that he can do facial expressions tics uh there's so much background that he can do where where an animated movie of the of the early 90s could not do it could not give is the same kind of spotlight that a film movie oh no no no! i'm not talking about hamill just in this movie i'm talking about hamill as the joker throughout time throughout the animated series throughout the fucking video games throughout everything like mark hamill owns the joker 
he, his I agree voice, with that. his vocal inflections, just the way that you can hear the sneer in his voice. Uh, it's beautiful. But Dusty, do you have anything for us on the movie out? Anything else? No, actually, no, I'm, I'm good. Okay. Well, let's take this to the gaming table. Okay. All right. Hi, this is Matthew. Thanks for listening. We wanted to take a moment to talk to you about uh, one of our sponsors, Guardian Games. Guardian Games has been with us since the very beginning of this show. Guardian Games is Portland's premier game store. They have magic miniatures, shelves and shelves and shelves and shelves of RPGs, all the gaming swag, anything you could possibly want for your gaming experience. If you're ever in Portland and looking for a gaming store, Guardian Games is the biggest, most diverse store in Portland. You definitely owe it to yourself to go to Guardian Games. So bringing this to the gaming table, mm, Dusty, tell us about these characters. <laughs> yes, <Dusty>. we have <laughs> Matthew and Daniel. God damn it, I am the terror that flaps in the night. You tell me about this goddamn movie. Uh, that was a faps in the night. <laughs> the terror that faps in the night. <laughs> so every prepubescent kid oh, take God. a shower. <laughs> Are we going to devolve and talk about Kevin Conroy again on this? Or because well, I mean, I'll talk about whatever I damn well okay. want to talk about. Let me so, try that. And I'd I like to try. And that. I'd like to try it too. So we have Kevin Conroy as Bruce Wayne, Batman. Ah, shit. Is it good? It's not bad. They're trying my Cali Mocho, which is Coke and wine mixture. Yeah. It's, it's I just, fucking hate wine. Okay. Yeah. So this was a thing that, <laughs> that I, 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 we used to make fun of you for. Used. Still. <laughs> I would have Actually, gone. there's a little bit of history of that. That, that us making fun <laughs> of that drink in a fun, friendly manner almost ended this show. No. <laughs> <laughs> I got upset. It's like, fuck you, you guys. You got butt hurt. <laughs> I did. I accept that. No, that's fine. That's fine. That was before we... There were darker times. <laughs> so now Kevin Conroy, who played who plays the voice of Bruce Wayne and Batman, the legendary Kevin Conroy, who is, as we discussed hey, Dusty, earlier... Tell us what else he's been known for. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what else? I Batman. mean, you say legendary, but it's not like he's Peter Cullen or anybody. You know no, I mean? no, this is true. Uh, so Kevin Conroy, like if 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 you put him just like talking into a mic in character, and then you put Peter Cullen talking into a mic in character, who do you think you'd recognize first? Optimus Ooh. Prime or Batman? Well, Ooh. that depends. God. Well, okay, sorry, Peter Cullen, Optimus Prime. Yeah. However, that's... Frank Welker is a much more versatile actor. Let's put That's, Frank Welker on. There, there are some people where you, you, it doesn't matter what v- character they do. You are going to James Earl Jones is another one. You hear his voice, you know who that is. James Mason. I'm doing it again. I'm you sorry. Hear his voice. <laughs> I'm picking on him for no discernible reason. No, it's fine. Reason. James Mason. You hear his voice. You know exactly who that. I don't is. know who that is. Watch some real movies. Um, this is another person that you just, you hear his voice, you know who it is. I know she didn't even tell me who that was. <laughs> go watch some movies. Um, so he doesn't know. Done, I don't think he knows. I, I do. This is just an actor that you should know. He's done so like So what's a, he been in? Yeah, name three. I can't <laughs> off the top of my head. <laughs> Good, because you assholes did this to me a few episodes back. So Kevin Conroy has been, he he, he started off as a, in 1980 as a, 
he was a daytime soap opera. He was in he was in Another World. He was in uh he did some theater pieces. He did some Midsummer Night's Dream. But his biggest thing has been Batman. That's where he. That's kind of lawful evil. All he's really done. I would say lawful neutral. I mean, he's done yeah. movies, but he's done like little bit parts, like and frequently Steven, the bartender guy. Frequently, you know? he's done bit parts as Batman. <laughs> Yeah, he was in Cheers. He did two episodes in Cheers. Yeah, yeah. was he Batman? <laughs> no, he was Daryl Mead, not Batman. Some dude in the background, probably one of those. Uh, his most yeah. recent movie, uh, actually, it was an episode of Shark Week. He did. The, he was a narrator for Lair of the Mega Shark. Probably as Batman. <laughs> I just want to gouge my eyes out. So okay. Oh wait, wait. wait. In 1996, he he played in the Real Adventures of Johnny Quest as Hard Man. <laughs> hard man you say hard man yes so are you guys familiar with hard gay oh this is the whole i'm listening a- hard gay is a cosplayer uh i think it's japanese i thought this was going in a whole other so direction he is a well-known character on the cosplay scene at all the big conventions and you know, I'm just going to put some links in. He's he's a cosplayer called Hard Gay. Yeah. Okay. But so even though he's mostly only known for, I mean, he's had a little bit parts here and there and done other things cool. But uh, honestly, as someone that that is in in Hollywood, I think that he's been he's cut his teeth on Batman for decades. Cool. Good for him. He's made a lot of money. That's being his a, bread being, and butter. Yeah. He's made a yeah. lot of money. People know him. He he goes to conventions. He has a cult following for his voice. So good on him. I'm not putting him down. But, it, you know, you're, you're questioning, like, what's he been in? Batman. Bat, everything is Batman. So I would say lawful neutral because... It's simply, mm. and, okay, well, hold on. Going from this movie, if we're just going from the movie alone, still lawful neutral, He's he's got moments where he could bring, where he could no, do wait. what I consider. No, wait, we're both wrong. He's absolutely operating outside the laws of his society. He is not lawful. He just has a code. Well, okay. No, he has a no, promise. No, we've... We've waffled on this. Okay, before. yeah, because he doesn't. He hasn't like said his code we're, yet. we're saying it's the society you live in, right? You know, he is. He is. He is cordoned. He he is sponsored by the law. He's sponsored by one member. Yeah, well, yeah, only one member. They they have a fucking spotlight that they use to summon him on top of the law building. But they also <laughs> used it in this movie specifically to yes. entrap him. That so. is, but, but then again, that also requires the cops shoot out him an awful lot for him to be yeah, this sponsored. Yeah, there's only one person that's like, "Fuck you, I'm not going to go get him," and that's Commissioner Gordon. I know. And again, this is this is where it comes. It's the dichotomy that we've had in previous episodes with. Pre- Previous established franchises is thinking of the movie versus thinking of the larger character yeah, yeah, or the yeah. larger. I'd say in this movie yeah. though, he can't be lawful. It's he, in this movie, he's fucking chaotic. Yeah, yeah. he is chaotic yeah. in this movie. Yeah, so so chaotic neutral then. That's it. I would say chaotic good because he never. I'd go with neutral. Chaotic neutral is an unpredictable character. He Batman is unpredictable. Is unpredictable. Batman is very unpredictable in this movie. Batman is predictable okay. as fuck. Okay, even you, in this but, movie. But you just, but you just said, to the point that Joker you're, comments you're not, multiple times in this movie about his predictability. 
Batman, even in this movie, in everything Batman does, except maybe the Dark Knight or Dark, Dark Knight, Knight Returns. Returns. But I think I think the yeah. Joker is he, the other kind of chaotic neutral. He's on the Joker other end. Chaotic so he, evil. so everything because they are polar opposites. But they see exactly what the other one is doing, so he can he can counter every move. Well, That's why he's predictable to the Joker, but to everybody else in that world around him, he's cops, not predictable. The, he was predictable to the cops. Everyone mm. in that fucking city knows where Batman's going to be and what he's going to do. Like that's how the cops found him. That's how the cops followed him. The cops were like, "He's going there because he's fucking Batman." Well, he doesn't yes. fit true neutral either. He does. He's not lawful neutral, and if he's not chaotic neutral, what do you got? What I got is a broken ass alignment system that it's hard to fit a character into. Normally, so, normally, he's principled. He's principled. If you're if you're going to the the dark side of palladium, because principled is lawful fucking good, palladium's version of it. But it's also lawful good to a fault. And Batman has Batman has a very strict code. Like. No, he does, yeah. and, but to even, the point that even he won't kill the Joker, and he yeah, tries and, to stop and her from killing. Alfred the Joker. even makes a comment. Yeah. That, Spoiler: that He eventually he, does that. He walks. Yes, I agree that he walks that line. Uh, uh, you know, staring into that precipice, into that abyss, and he walks that line every single night. That was, you yeah. know, Alfred made a very good point of that as he's standing in the Bat Cave, looking over into the abyss. One could say then that his walking that line is a prime prime candidate for him being lawful neutral i want to i actually want to hear what uh our listeners think about this one because this, yeah, this yeah, is something great this yeah. is something i i i'd like to de- delve into more than we're going to with the time limits I, we I have. do want to say though i cut you off dusty no, okay what do you think his alignment is and why uh i think he is chaotic neutral and i said and why <laughs> um I think he is unpredictable. I think he's very unpredictable, but I think he he has that code that we've talked about. Uh, he has that set of rules. He has that neutrality that that puts him there. But I think he 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 is fucking chaotic with everything. All right, I I, it's, it's I, not, I think you 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 guys never put into the context of the society they're keeping. Well, I will agree with that. I can in. agree with that. I think that people can be lawful and yet not uphold the laws of their society absolutely not no i think robin hood was anti-lawful he's chaotic good there's a word for it there's an alignment for it for example uh where rats in D &D, where rats live underneath the dregs of society they do not obey the laws of society but where rats are lawful so they break that rule no their society demons their society the where rat society so then would could someone be their own society? No. Why not? Because a society, by very definition, is more than one person. Okay. Well, United States government, fuck your army of one campaign. Well, yeah. <laughs> fuck any advertising campaign, really. I don't I, agree with you, but I'm not going to argue do it. Do you see where I'm getting at, though? I, I, I mean, you have to I be see, judged against I see what, what your society saying, is. But I think that Batman has his own code, and his code is that society is flawed but he has his own code that parallels it but isn't congr- that but isn't equal it so it's like he has his code and society has this code and he works within society to change it well you can be or it's like uh Oh, a good example. There was a television show from the 90s that wasn't that fucking good. Ooh, ooh, but wait, it had a we're good, looking hold at this on. wrong. It was called uh, Dark Justice. And Dark Justice, the premise was the, char- the main character was a judge. He was 
this very lawful good, well, mostly lawful neutral in his attitudes, but he was a judge. And every episode he would unfortunately have to go with the handings of the legal system and frequently criminals would get away from the, I from the jury system, remember this from the system and then he would take on the guys at vigilante at night and ride a sweet ass fucking motorcycle and hunt yes. those criminals down yes because and, and the phrase was justice may be blind but it can see in the dark okay we're looking at this wrong what is bruce wayne's alignment bruce, bruce wayne's Wayne? lawful good i i would say so as well i would say that bruce wayne is yeah he's a philanthropist yeah. I mean, you have to be as a weapons yeah. manufacturer. Otherwise, you have <laughs> terrible PR. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, we're, yeah, we're, we're looking at uh, Batman as the same as Bruce Wayne and dealing with society that way. So, in the realm of the super, which he frequently works in, in the Justice League and mm-hmm. whatnot, you know, dealing with villains and other superheroes, what is Batman? He is chaotic neutral. I would say he's chaotic good in the super world as Batman. Bruce Wayne, lawful good, Batman, chaotic good. You can see it. And I know this is taking it outside the context of the movie, but (laughs) but it's good. Well, whenever he deals with like Superman or the Justice League crap, he's always, I'm doing it my own way, which would be a chaotic. And and, and I was going to kind of go on that because you, you can, you can be good and you can still do what you need to do to get the job done. Yeah. Chaotic good. Yeah. And, okay. So yeah, okay. I'll agree with that. Cause there, I mean, even in, even in Justice League, I mean, there's, he in the comics and in the animated series, he makes it a point that everybody know that if Superman goes nuts, he will shoot him with a kryptonite bullet just so, to make sure that he keeps the status quo. You have to keep keeping the status quo. Keeping the status quo is the opposite of chaos. Chaotic good is against the status. But it's quo. just. But it's that he, he. It is he will do it on a. Yeah whim and i think that i don't know that it's status quo i think it's a greater good well okay, thing. okay thank you I, I don't think batman's up for the greater good he's up for the law because batman no no that's all, batman wants to bring them to justice no that would be judge dread no batman brings them to justice <laughs> nice. he does not kill batman captures and brings to the police that's, That's true. his thing. Okay. He captures and brings to the police. And what happens yeah. with that? What kind of due process do they have in Gotham where some guy can just dump you off in the fucking jail yard and they're like, there you go. Okay. <laughs> You're guilty because Batman brought <laughs> you That's in. why they keep getting out because you know, he, he keeps dropping them in the prison yard and they're like, well. 24 did, hours. Did, did anyone read you your rights? Okay, I don't know how late we're going to go <laughs> did, did, in this. Did someone serve a search warrant? All right, you're all right. No, the holding for 24 hours without, yeah. you know, and then you have to release if you don't don't have a... Well, what happens is if they... It's called uh, rid of habeas corpus. If they don't have a lawyer, they get released If unless they need psychiatric evaluation. They don't get sent to a therapist, and so they get sent to Arkham, Arkham. Yeah. where they break out and Batman has to yeah. go capture them again. All right, it's- moving on. <laughs> moving on. We have the wait. Did we get an alignment for Batman? Yeah, we 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 each. I don't know. Mine is lawful neutral. I don't think we have an agreement because I think he wants to I'm uphold the neutral. law. He just has outside of the law ways of doing it. I can see your argument. I I see everybody's for me, argument. For me, it all hinges on one his code of honor and two the fact that he always always. Always brings them to justice. See, don't try and move yeah. it along here because there's not really a lot of characters here to go no. into. So let's go ahead and keep arguing yeah. this. <laughs> ba, 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 no, I, I, I see it. <laughs> Honestly, and I'm willing to change my mind. Lawful neutral for him as Batman. As yes. Batman. As Batman. Yeah. Bruce Wayne. Good lawful guy. good. Yeah. 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 
All right. Then we have Dana Delaney as Andrea Beaumont. Do we want to separate them as well? Oh, from Phantasm, Phantasm and, to her? Yeah. Sure. We're all, we, we've already set precedent. All right. God. Mm. <sighs> I, I think she... Well, well, hold on. What's Dana Delaney done? Dana Delaney's been actually she's been in a lot of movies. Uh-huh. Uh, she, Anything of decent size? That's that's what I'm going to check on. I, I don't want to see Toad Three, Tarot, Starch Ponds. <laughs> no, 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 wait, no, wait, no, that no, sounds no. awesome. <laughs> Have you ever watched what was it? Uh, Troll Two? No, it was something about Killer Beavers. <laughs> Zombievers? Zombievers. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> she on my watch list. So it's good. She was in Tombstone. Oh, okay, that counts. Uh, the horrible. Hollywood adaptation of Anne Rice's um, uh, Exit to Eden. She was the dominatrix. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. The one with Rosie O'Donnell? Yes, and, and Dan Aykroyd, yes. <laughs> See, you guys are like, oh, you never, watch, that, you I never watch movies, Matthew. Why are you even on this show? You don't even know what you're doing. And I'm like, well, shit like that exists. Okay, and, I just want to say, a year and, it took a year and a half, folks, dear listeners, one year and a half for that movie to be mentioned on this podcast. <laughs> and... I'm sorry, and that's the last time it'll be mentioned yes. anywhere for the next time. But she's she's done she's done a lot of uh, TV and animated. She's uh, she was in and she does she has a character in NCIS if you watch that at all, which is is a show that I did like. But she's also been in the one with the cute goth girl. Yes, Abby. Okay. Yes, yeah. uh, she was in the TV series in the mid '90s, Wing Commander Academy, based <laughs> off of the. Yep. Wait, uh, there's a Wing Commander. Series? Yes, Wing Commander Academy. <laughs> How many seasons? It was only 13 episodes. Episodes. So less than episodes. one. Yes. Episodes. Um, <laughs> she was in... Can't uh, imagine why. Such a good franchise. Always seems to do well. Wasn't that the death knell for Matthew Lillard? L- Lillard or whatever? He, no, I uh, think that was that was the, the Scream movies, I no. think. Matthew Lillard is currently doing an extremely successful D&D campaign. Yes, he is. Uh, he's actually started a new product that is really expensive. However, it's geared towards a game master who wants a complete everything in a box. Everything you need, pre-made encounters, all that wonderful stuff. It actually looks fucking cool. I really miss him. I'm, yeah. I'm glad he's still doing things. I liked him in... And not working in, at a Burger King or something. I know. I, I liked him in... House on Haunted Hill, Thirteen Ghosts, Thirteen Which Ghosts, one? yeah, that 13 was really Ghosts. good. And I liked him in Wing Commander. I liked him. Uh, I loved him in Wing, Wing Commander. Commander was uh, he was the best part of Wing Commander. He was I the only part of Wing Commander uh, in Scooby Doo. He, yeah, he in fact now is Shaggy. He oh, took yeah. over the character Shaggy. He does the voice and all the cartoons and all the things. So much like Kevin Conroy is Batman, he's Shaggy. <laughs> Matthew Lillard he's is Shaggy. also an amazing yeah. artist. If you, oh, yeah. He, yeah. he's like a. V- Wow, kind of Matthew artist. Lillard. If you're listening to this, we'd love to get you on the podcast sometime. Oh, that Please. would be great. Come on up to Portland, we'll Oregon. Do, we'll do 13 or, Ghosts because or, I love no, no, that. No, no, crash no, on my no, futon. No, no, no. <laughs> It'd be great. Send us that game, and we will do a special episode on it. Yeah, we'll, let's so, we'll tag him. So anyway, Andrea. Oh yes, Andrea uh, and Andrea slash Phantasm. Oh, God, she uh, she is as Andrea. She is lawful good. Sure. Uh, no. What do you mean? I mean, her daddy okay, is her this. Dad, no, no, she no, didn't wait. know. She didn't know until. Oh, didn't the she? Very end. Didn't she? she Come did, on. She she maintained that she did then not she's know. Awful, fucking stupid. <laughs> well, come on. You got it. She's like fucking seventeen years old in this movie. Come on. She's a kid. Wait, wait, wait. 
Bruce Wayne's in his 20s, and this is what... I don't right, think uh, she was 17. 17. 17, 18, 19. What, yeah, yeah, there does, there is, frame. in fact, a legal difference. <laughs> I think, okay, so she's, yeah. okay, she's of age. <laughs> well, yeah, let's go ahead and go with that. Um, <laughs> well, we don't 40s. know what the age in Gotham is. Yeah, or the, <laughs> what it was in the 40s, right? <laughs> Gothabama. No. We like Gothabama stand. I think she's lawful good as 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 Miss Beaumont. No. No? I, I, no, she lied to Bruce. About I mean, what? Really? No, I mean, up until that lie, and she then left, and they didn't see each other until she came to kill, she was lawful good. She did not know anything about her father. Lawful does not lie. I'll be honest, I don't really see much of a reason to separate her characters, because Fair. I think okay. she, the phantasm was an extension of her Whereas Bruce, it was a forced extension. Well, chaotic uh, neutral then. I mean, just like Batman was forced, a forced extension of Bruce Wayne because she's she's a villain. She's chaotic neutral. Yeah, Um, I would say lawful evil. No, can't. Oh God, it's gonna be so hard because Batman only dates villains. (laughs) Really, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, He only dates villains. So So if if they're nailing, she's a villain. So. Honestly, so they're gonna have okay. Would they have chaotic or lawful neutral? Here's a kids? question. Here's a question. What would you say Dexter Morgan's alignment is? Who? The Dexter Morgan, killer. The, the serial killer in the show Dexter, who only kills serial killers. Oh, uh, he's lawful evil. Then I would say that she's lawful evil. God, that makes my brain explode. Yeah, because uh, he's, she, he's she, very she, lawful she evil. basically does the same thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, so then we have that, that, that that's show, my take. Yeah. So Stacy Keach lended his voice for her father, and he also did the voice of wait, the, wait, wait. the phantasm. Stacey? Yeah, Stacy Keach, the guy, the actor. That's a dude's name. Oh, okay. Sorry, Matthew. He was, Man, uh, he must have had a bad time in grade school. That poor guy. <laughs> uh, then we have Abe. He was NPC. Then we have Abe Vigoda as Salvatore Valestra. NPC, okay, but, but Abe Vigoda, yeah, Abe Vigoda, rest in peace, my friend. Mark Hamill as the Joker, chaotic, Neutral. fucking evil, yeah, yeah, chaotic. Evil. <laughs> he is, he He's is the definition. Poster. He yeah. is the definition of chaotic. You evil. know how they hold up Robin Hood for chaotic yeah. good? Yeah, uh, yeah. He's yeah. chaotic evil. Matthew, right, that's it. What? Where are we going next? Where's your hook? Oh well, obviously, um, she killed the Joker. Because the Joker yeah, that goes was a into the mist spread. with her. So where we pick up with the Joker's dead? Uh, no, it's, she didn't kill the Joker. The Joker got away from her. Batman has to go find her. There's only one story where the Joker's died. Well, hold yeah. on, hold on. Remember, when we play a game, we're taking it off At the, the end of yeah. the movie. At the yeah. end of the movie, yeah. and we're going to break away from so, canon usually. Well, what, what happens at the end of this movie is uh, she uses her magical teleporting smoke and weird. pulls the Joker in with her. And then they're just gone, even though he steps into the smoke. So she has some sort of cruise ship teleportation ray. And the Joker's out there somewhere. Batman has to find it. But here's the problem with, with playing this. You can't play Batman unless it's just you. I disagree. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But okay. keep going. The, you know, there's not a lot. You, you have to find the Joker. Or you could do a uh, one of the uh, Japanese role-playing games, and you have to go find the girl. Okay. Like my my boyfriend is a bird kind of RPG. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. I didn't have a lot for this. I didn't it's like Batman. it. It's one person. Fucking watch the next episode. It's Batman. You know, watch anything. Watch the cartoon. Watch the movies. Watch the nineteen sixties show. Yeah, and get they, they, any, they don't. Yeah. They don't need me Read for this the one. Comics. Batman is this year 
80 years old in our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Batman is older than, well, not all of us combined, unfortunately, because you guys are old. <laughs> You're not that much younger than we are. I'm a spring chicken You're compared like to you two years younger fogies. than we are. Yep. Yep. Oh, How- those two years. <laughs> but you're more years. broken than we are. Yeah, they, older. they they gave him that swimmer's body that he's gimping around <laughs> in right now. Well, and I think you lost your hair well before we did. That uh, was you speak for yourself. <laughs> well, that was anyway. <laughs> games to play for Batman. Yeah, Dear been, God, I mean, okay. First off, we don't really need to talk about who Batman is because I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you fucking know. We it's, don't need an origin again, story. Like I just said a second ago. Batman's now 80 years old. The character has existed longer than anyone listening to this has probably been alive. It is part of our collective consciousness as Americans and possibly as Earth people who are into comics. Like Batman exists. Anywhere there's electricity, they know who Batman is. Yep. So you know that Batman is the caped crusader. He's a vigilante. He fights against crime, but he uses his own rules while still working within the system. He doesn't try to take the government down. Instead, he tries to take the criminals down and bring them to the established system of justice, which is kind of fucked up because nothing's going to change if you keep doing that. Yeah, you have to kill them. Otherwise, they just turf them back out again. But that's what makes Batman keep going because he's always like that. It was making him stupid. It makes him stupid. But that's what makes that's what gives the character something to always do. Much like. Doctor Who is nothing but regurgitated plot lines and villains. Batman is regurgitated plot lines and villains. Well, he's rich. Yeah. He's going to get bored if he doesn't do fucking something. We have so many different systems that can do Batman because uh, something else about Batman is that Batman has had different eras. Yeah. You have the zany there's era. There's Victorian Batman. There's Vic- Well, just- I like the Japanese Victorian one that was a short that was done here a couple of years ago. It was yeah. fucking amazing. Well, Samurai-esque. These are, those are interesting, yeah. and, and those are a good example of eras that have gone beyond the established Batman canon. But just the established Batman that we know from commercial media has gone through different eras of time. We've talked about a few of them already on this episode. We've briefly mentioned what many of our parents would know as the Batman of television of the 60s. Camp. Adam West and Burt Ward and Cesar... Romero and Merge Bang Boom Burgess fucking Meredith uh, and all of those 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 actors from that era that were sailing on the ship out of fame and having that that you know that television time of zaniness and fun. That's an era of Batman that you don't really get to see that much. Although I must I have say, it. what <laughs> I have it. Yeah, well, I tried watching the movie last. I grew up on them. So oh, that shark that that, I, that that comes up and bites his leg. We made it bomb. halfway through the movie. <laughs> I couldn't finish the movie. I was, I was like, great. Oh, Come I've on, never, yeah. I've never seen the movie. I've only seen the show. That's a Batman that we could play. We could oh, do easily. the. We could instead do the Batman of the animated series, which we've seen, which is from this movie, which is the Art Deco style, the that weird Batman of the fifties, but stylized for today in. That's my favorite Batman. That is my favorite Batman. But there's also the Dark Knight. Or at Knight. least age, I'd say. The Dark Knight is uh, an, an era of Batman. Mm. That dark, gritty, Frank Miller version of Batman. 
We've also got, you know, the the action hero from the Justice League, but we've also got the detective. And then Batman has so many different incarnations of things that you could want from a game. If you wanted something like the pow, wham, slam, kapow, batcopter thing. Play it with Munchkin. You could, <laughs> you could do Savage Worlds. You yeah. could do something super pulpy, super campy, super silly tune. Something that yuck plays the game up for yucks and laughs. I'm, I'm still saying Munchkin. The, the ridiculous things they have are perfect oh, for the... For Munchkin's the, great. For the Batcopter Munchkin. and Batarang and Batrope and Batcopter and... Yeah. Munchkin is one of a handful of games that is banned from my house. Why? I hate it. It's the worst fucking game ever. I hate it this show, but I don't ban it, man. Come on now. Yeah, I, Nope. No Munchkin at my house while I'm here. But I still talk about it, right? You can still talk about All it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Before we delve too deep into it, I, I want to give a shout out to everyone... There, there are a massive number of people who responded to a post that I put out on Twitter and on Facebook. And yeah, uh, it was, was it was pretty goddamn amazing. Uh, getting suggestions for Batman games. There were more games than I could really go through and more names that I feel like calling out here. It would take a while. You Thank have you, everyone three, right? What I'm I have assuming. a number of games that we're going to talk about, but I want to thank everybody for commenting and please follow us on Twitter. We're going to be asking for many more suggestions for our coming movies. We'll talk. Thank you again. It was a great discussion and I actually learned a lot about games. So check out our Twitter and see what uh, you might think. And if you can find some games that, out there that are suggestions, I wrote down a handful of them from that discussion. Oh, Isaac commented on that. Craig Payne, Christopher Street. Stephen Orangia, Gremlin Legions. I'm sure that's his given name. Yeah. So let's talk about Batman as a party game instead of a single player game. Yeah. Because it, there's a lot of single player games out there, surprisingly enough. But I don't want to talk about those. Yeah. You could, you could do it with a party. You could you could have Batman. You could have Robin. You could have Nightwing. Yep. You could have you know all in that party. That'd yeah. Be we, fun. We, we've had too many single player games. Yeah. Let's not do let's that. Let's talk about a party. All right. Apocalypse powered games create a style of play where you have a group of players at the table but they're not all a party they are creating and crafting the story but not necessarily always as a team there are moves that each player has and it's a traditional role-playing game ultimately it's just got a very streamlined skill system but it's a game where you can have one player playing John McClane, the guy with the gun. And you can have uh, one player playing Master Blaster from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. And then you could have, you know, someone else playing Captain Mal Reynolds kind of style. Each one has their own approach to their goals. So, and you, to accomplish so you're, ba- things. You're, you're basically describing League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Not where I was going, but yes. Okay. Yes, that, that could totally work in an Apocalypse World style game. You have, it is what is called an asymmetrical style of play, where every player sitting at the table has a different way of interacting with the story. So if we're going to run a Batman game with something powered by the Apocalypse, think about it this way. One of you is Batman. One of you okay. is Robin. One of you is Commissioner Gordon. One of you is the Joker. And the GM is providing all the things that are happening in the games, and you're making moves against each other, role-playing, but not necessarily as a team. Right. Mm-hmm. And it can work. I've seen it work very well, especially even in long-term games. There's a game called Urban Shadows, which I think could pull it off 
Urban Shadows is meant to be a powered by yeah. the apocalypse approach to the uh, world of darkness. You could totally apply that shit to Batman. I mean, Batman, make him a fucking vampire. And now the Joker, make him a, a hunter, a, a trickster god or something. That kind of thing. You could totally reskin almost any game for any flavor of Batman. Now, before I delve into anything deeper, I'm curious what you two think. I'd, I'd go with DC's Champions. Mutants Masterminds. Or D20 Modern. Tell me more about DC's Champions, Matthew. It's an old game. Uh, late 80s, I think. Now, are you referring to the 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 DCE game that was D6 from FASA? Yeah. Oh, it's funny you say that. Because there is specifically the Batman role-playing game. There is. Based on that, from that era. I think it was 1989. That was just the first yeah. uh, book I ever opened in a shop. I don't remember enough to tell you about it. But there's a picture of Batman in there. And I opened it as fuck twelve, thirteen year old so eighty nine. That would have yeah. been yeah twelve, and went <gasps> thirteen. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, you could also run this in any of the old D six engine games, yeah, and there could. were a handful of different implementations of D six because the Star Wars D six, yeah, West End was games. different. Yeah, the, yeah, sorry, West End, not FASA. The Star Wars D six. Was actually different than their DC Heroes D6. It, it was very much yeah. so. Because the DC Heroes D6, if I remember correctly, used more of a dice pool, whereas the Star Wars game used more of a dice adding thing. Yeah. They you, still use basically had the same character sheets. Yeah, yeah. The the West End games for Star Wars, it was, you know, it, it, your your main trait, you had like four D plus an additional yeah, two. Yeah. yeah so and the other like one roll was extra big, dice was a, was a and big add die pool. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of like it was the equivalent if you're going to play like Exalted now, where you have nothing but D10s. You have your D10 dice pool, and you're just like, I'm going to do this, and you roll 100 fucking D10, and you take your successes out of it. Tell me more about Mutants and Masterminds and why you'd do it. We've talked about it before, yeah, we, but we've, we've never gone into it. We've never it. really gone into it. I, I, I've had a little, I've, I've had cursory experience with it, but I, what I, I, the experience I have, I have liked it. I liked the setting of what? I feel bad. I have to get down to Guardian Games because some of these old games that I bring up, I can pick up for five bucks. Now. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's that old game. And you're like, well, tell me about it. And I'm like, uh, um, <laughs> well, it, it's, and it's, I'm like, I'm just, guys, go down to your friendly local game shop and buy up all the old stuff. Well, just do it. It kind of goes back to like when we, when we started this, you had cut your teeth on Palladium. Palladium. D&D. Right? Hardcore yeah. Palladium and D&D. I cut my teeth on D&D. And West End games, and, and I cut my. And teeth then I got into D twenty, D twenty modern, and then I played a lot of White Wolf. You know, you know I did too. Vampire, LARPing. So I still have my. You first have a lot more. Sheets. Yeah, same here. You have a lot more. <clears throat> werewolf forever. Fuck you, vampire. <laughs> you have a lot Garou, more. Bitch. Well, ra- you know, <laughs> so, is that why they call us bros? <laughs> Garou, bitch. Before Vampire, I had a buddy of mine who's now who's who's now passed. He was like, "Hey, dude, we're putting my brother's running this game. It's, it's called Werewolf. Do you want to come down and play?" And this was my first interaction with with live action role playing. And I see it, and I'm like, well, "You guys are fucking playing war- werewolves? That's that's fucking stupid." Two weeks later, I'm playing a fucking vampire game. No, no, that's stupid. Werewolf I know. was right. Vampire <laughs> fucking stupid. No, we 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 got into having having fucking werewolves in our in our storyline, and they beat the shit out of us. Like, yeah, we hardcore. do because we're better. Fuck, 
Anyway, yeah. Moons and Masterminds, Dusty. Uh, <laughs> Tell us about it. Um, the little bit that I that I had, the little Poor experience. I had. <laughs> You're like, come on, assholes. <laughs> a buddy of mine who is a, a game designer, Ben. Uh, he he got us into doing a session with Mutants and Mastermind, where everyone was just everyday normal humans, and then there was a, a radiated explosion, and you all of a sudden were mutated, and you had special powers. Like my character. Turn, basically turned into the thing. Okay, but tell me about why do you think the system would be good for Batman? Oh, mostly just because of the the superheroes background. You know, you okay. can honestly really do this well with D twenty modern or I any think of you the modern that, yes. settings. I, ultimately, I don't think you need a system that does superheroes because that's what I was of, thinking. D twenty modern, yeah, none of them are actually superheroes. You have you people who the, are hurt. You can fucking do this with D and D. Yeah, you have, you, have, you have people who are hurt, yeah. and you have people with toys, and that's it. Mutants and, and Mastermind. And, and I just least, like the setting, at that's, least for this movie, not larger Batman Justice League DC Universe. Well, I'm going to break out here, and I'm going to talk about some larger Batman first before I talk about the games that I think that I would run, but. For larger Batman, and specifically because I tried to watch Batman the movie from 1966 last night, <laughs> but I've also been replaying through Batman Arkham Asylum, the video game, which was amazing. Beautiful game. Too. I want to yeah, talk about something stunning. that we talked about when we did the uh, Die Hard episode is let's turn the tables. You're the Joker. You're the Penguin. You're the Riddler. And you're Catwoman. Harley Quinn. Sure, you know, you're Jessica also still has point. that outfit. It's real nice. <laughs> it's real nice. But, and you're a team of super villains taking fighting, down the Batman. I'm down. fighting I'm against down. one rogue maverick. Okay, so vigilante. we're doing Suicide Squad going after Batman. <laughs> so and we could break out necessary evil from Savage Worlds. We could break out villains unlimited from Palladium. Yeah. yeah. We could build a team of super villains who have to fail you know to work. Scratch, scratch whatever else you have. Let's do that. Yeah, that sounds like I, a I, lot of fun. That does to me. sound like a lot of fun. Because ultimately, as you were saying, Matthew, the Joker carried this movie. Oh God, yeah. So let's make a game where we play the Joker and do crazy ass shit. Okay, so what's the best for that? Well, because honestly, that, you, you have that. That's a good idea, and we shouldn't go into the rest of it <laughs> because the 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 whole premise is. We're doing it off the movie, and you're absolutely right, man. This movie was nothing. Mark Hamill saved the day, so let's do that. I scratch what you got. Let's talk yeah. about this. What I was planning on talking about, and give, I, I think give a shout out to a handful harder. of games here that personally, okay. if I was going to run Batman, what I would do is I would pick something more detective based because Detective Batman, the noir style of this movie and the show, the the Humphrey Bogart film noir approach to solving a mystery and then punching some vil- villains is how I would do it. Wasn't There's, there a Savage Worlds noir one that would... Yeah, there was. I saw it, I think. I don't... There's okay, a Deadlands. I, I think I have a digital noir. copy of it. There's yeah. a Deadlands yeah, noir. Okay. Well, it's that's still Savage Worlds it's now. It's Savage Worlds. It's Deadlands noir. I've never I haven't read it. So I don't really know if it's good. But Savage Worlds could work for the whole 1960s Batman because all he's doing is punching his way through an army of mooks. Yeah. Like we were watching the movie last night and as soon as Batman meets up with with the penguin and 
the the Joker. It's, it's like punching. all right, it's like all right, we're gonna do this and we're gonna do this and we're gonna do this, and then all of a sudden, no, nope, we're just gonna punch each other. It's just it's, it's a slugfest at yeah. that point. Savage Worlds could do that because he just beats up an army of mooks. And I must give a shout out to the 1960s series and say that the fight choreography was actually pretty cool. Good job, Adam West. Good job, Burt Ward. I understand you went to the emergency room a lot. I'm sorry. But I liked the investigation aspect. I like the detective Batman. Agreed. You like the where, competence where, porn. Where he where he goes into the graveyard, looks at the grass, and goes, chemicals have been here. I agree. That is some <laughs> that is Sherlock Holmesian <laughs> investigation. I really liked the detective version of Batman specifically. I, I agree, but I'm just yeah. saying it's not coming off this well, particular movie. This whole movie was a noir film. It was straight up like the hero is being framed for crimes and they have to go clear their name. Now, whether or not you liked that portrayal of it, that's clearly what they were going for. And that's what I would run. I would run an investigation style game. And specifically, Robin D. Laws has a system called the gumshoe system. We've talked about it a little bit before. Mm -hmm. There are two versions of that. There's one called Knights Black Agents, where you are investigators going into crimes caused by supernatural creatures. And then there's another one called Mutant City Blues, where you're investigators. I've seen that one, too. Versus superheroes. You kind of take the mix of them, mash them together. The games are very compatible with each other. I think that would be best. Someone on Twitter sent me that direction, and it blew my mind. I looked into it. I think it's going to be good. However... What you got? Fuck is this Batman. your big dog? Let's play villains. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, whenever possible. Yeah. Well, well, you know, okay. First off, we're a Palladium. We're an unofficial Palladium podcast. Don't pay attention to what Dusty says. <laughs> we could make it official uh, Palladium <laughs> if, if you ever wanted Given to. Given the amount of shitty things that we've said about it, I don't think Kevin would, <laughs> would approve of that. Come on, Kevin. Honestly, if I were not going to run the investigation style, mm -hmm. I'd pull out Heroes Unlimited. Make a hardware-based hero, because Batman is just a dude with a lot of toys. Yeah. That's his... He, he knows he knows jujitsu. He, he, he and Tony judo. Stark are, are interchangeable. Yeah. They're, the same, they're the same person. Well, Tony Stark has power armor. Well, this yeah. is Batman, and a little later. This and, is true, too. And in... He Heroes has power Unlimited. armor when he goes up against Superman. In Heroes Unlimited. <laughs> and wins. They're yeah. actually two different characters. There's the power armor hero or the, the robot suit, whatever. And then there's the hardware hero. So the hardware hero in Heroes Unlimited is just a dude who has a college education, depending upon how you randomly roll it. And then he's got a shitload of money that he buys cool toys. You are essentially Batman. And that's how I would do it because... I am one of a handful of people I know who likes Palladium and can run it without people bitching about it. I'm in. Okay. But I would much rather run villains. Yeah. The Joker is such a better character. Batman yeah. is fun and everyone loves Batman. Nobody Batman. wants to sit across the gaming table with someone who's doing brooding all the time. That's yeah. like being in a party full of dro. Nobody. Drow, yeah. Whatever. Drow. Yeah. I was going to say drow, I think. We... <laughs> Jesus, it. four people at the table all playing different all versions of Batman. <laughs> my parents. No, my parents. No, my parents. Shut the fuck up. All of our parents killed each other <laughs> in a dark crime alley. <laughs> we must solve the crimes our various parents committed you know, you against can take each it another other. Way I can't be happy. As the police. 
Yeah, you could. I, I like that one a lot, too. Well, that's what the gumshoe yeah. system would do, is that you would play the investigators cleaning up after their crimes yeah. or trying to solve them in... I like the yeah. villain aspect. I like yeah. that. That would that. also give you a, a time crunch, too, because you know that Batman is going to show up if you don't oh, solve God, it in time. Yeah. Seriously, the cops in Gotham must either love him or hate him. They fucking hate him. Well, there's a handful that are like, well, I'm glad he's cleaning up the streets. But I bet most of them who want to get paid mm-hmm. yeah. and actually get promotions. And that that's a good reason. That's actually a really good explanation for why all the cops in this movie were shitty. Because they hate him. Yeah, no. Especially th- that, what, the, lieutenant? The cock blocking on the on yeah. the. No, it's not only that. He's fucking stupid. Th- there's law. You can't hold him. Like, if you're not going to kill them, Batman, then then you can't take him to us because we have we are the we are law. We have to release them. Well, technically, they don't because this is Gotham and their system of justice again, is fucked. <laughs> again, Bruce Wayne is just bored. He knows that they're going to release Fucking him. Fucking rich kids. So he drops him off at the jail. They release him. He goes out and has another fun night of catching catching and releasing that's all he's they're fucking doing and that's why the show keeps going yeah that's Maybe why they the should charge him for going. a fishing license yeah. so. hey, there you go so that's what i got all that's right what i think sounds good yeah. sounds good to me nice black agents or mutant city blues if you want to play either the cops or just investigators or that kind of uh detective style game okay but mm-hmm. let's play some villains yeah, yeah. I'm totally down for that. All villains right, that Unlimited or uh, there's Villains and Vigilantes. Let's, let's just guess, do Villains Unlimited. We don't often do the classics. <laughs> we don't. Let, let's, so let's let's stick with yeah. the classic. Heroes yeah. Unlimited if you want to play Batman. Villains Unlimited if you want to play the bad guys. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that really does. All right, so it was uh, Batman direct to DVD something or other. I think there was a title. I didn't pay attention. Um, <laughs> and it's Villains or Heroes Unlimited. Yeah. Excellent. So we're going to do something special next time, something that we haven't done before, which is a television show. Oh, yes. Yeah, we are doing that. Yes. We had talked about it, but I didn't know that was like on the books. Oh, no, no, no. We okay. we, we, we came to this conclusion that it's going to happen. And All I right. think it's going to be awesome. All right. So. Uh, are we starting at the beginning and working our way through the series, or are we just going to do like six episodes? Well, it's or like only three a episodes? short series, and let's not say what it is. But it, it was one of a, a late, great, canceled series that everyone that loved. just tells yeah. you right there what it is. It's clearly Blake with, Seven, with, and with, with what we talk <laughs> about, this should not be difficult to even put together. So we're going to try something new. We're going to do uh, an episode or two about a television show that we all love and have good things to say about that. There are plenty of gaming opportunities. And if it goes well, I think we're going to maybe do a couple other series, maybe occasionally, but this is something that could give us a lot of content and we want to put some more stuff on our Patreon, some bonus content for the people who are backing us. It's about Goram time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And anyway, if you want to uh, offer us your suggestions of what games that you would play for Batman or what you thought about Batman, this or, movie or Batman's fucking alignment, I want to go into this. A yeah, little I'm I'm I've, I'm going to second that. I think we should have a, a listener conversation about that. That drop would be us, great. Drop us a line on Twitter, on our Discord channel, on Facebook, on You've got a very limited time left to do so on Google Plus if that's your thing. Yeah. But yeah. Or you can just leave us a comment on our webpage or even on the, the, on our. Oh, uh, yeah. We have one of those. 
on iTunes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please say hello on iTunes. Leave us a review. And as of this week, all of our stuff's on YouTube. Hey, you can leave us a comment there, too. Yeah. So I'll never encourage comments on YouTube. <laughs> never strike, that, well. strike that. Strike that. Strike that. Well, no, leave good comments. Don't give us lots know. of thumbs up. No, no, guys, you don't anyway. know what you're messing with here. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. I was Matthew. And I was Dusty. And I'm Nathaniel. And we'll never see you again. <laughs> Bye. Ba-ba-ba-bum. Thanks for listening to another episode of our show. We're still pretty new to the scene and we'd love to get your feedback. If you like what you hear, Please leave us a review on iTunes with your thoughts. Good or bad, they really help us get the word out. If you want to say hello, drop us a line on all of the usual social media sites. You can find the links right there in the show notes. You can also leave us a comment on our website at havemovieswillgame.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Have Movies Will Game is a Breakfast Puppies podcast production. And our episodes are distributed under CCBYND 4.0 license. Our opening theme is Rock and Gravel by Sid Valentine's Patent Leather Kids, with introductory narration provided by Isaac Scher. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>